0: This podcast may contain coarse language. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to State of Roleplay, where we talk about roleplay, share stories, and more. Now welcome our hosts, Cameron and Terminologic.
1: Welcome to State of Roleplay. We hope you've had a good couple months.
0: We know it's been a minute. Welcome to Episode 5. On today's show, we will tell some roleplay stories, give some tips, and speak with the LEO director Gunslinger and staff director Ali from Revival Roleplay.
2: Thanks to all our loyal listeners out there. If you would like to support the podcast so we can continue making this amazing content and having these outstanding guests... Please consider subscribing to our Patreon for just $2 per month.
3: When I'm ghosting, you know I have a reason. Yeah, I might be busy, but I do not need one. Just don't want you in my life every season. Switching up the vibe like drink the Chifa. Switching up the vibe, yeah, I'm switching up the vibe. Whoa. Left hand on the wheel, the other on a thigh, on a thigh, on a thigh. The whole fucking city know I'm that guy, they know. Yeah. This shit here be a heavy hitter. Shout out Jack Carlo, that dude's a killer. Shout Lou, not talking the villa. Waste Louis B when I come to kill ya. Waste Louis B when I'm in your city. Buy the whole shop, give it to the Willie Donate every time when I style freely. Donate every time when I drop on SE. I'm coming soon, bitch, Way to see. Turn my life around and make a movie, yeah. Clean cut from a different cloth. What? Can't copy me because you're too soft. Oh. Price on my head, bitch, what's the cost? Must be going up, I'm going off.
2: Are you looking for a great and reliable web hosting vendor? Then HostProtects.com is for you. At HostProtects, you will find affordably priced website hosting plans and domains for your every need. HostProtects.com offers a free 30-day trial, so head over and check it out. Now, on to the stories.
0: Now, this happened a few months ago in a community that I no longer play, but I'll set the scene. It was a nippy night, clear sky without a cloud in sight. You could see all of the stars and the moon, the roar of engines flooding the city, and the sirens going from afar. Lasko was EMS at this point and he'd been in the department for a few weeks, Lasko and his colleagues were just sitting around pushing the normal banter as normal EMTs do and suddenly the sound of a dispatch comes through for a civilian down. I, d- I decide to take this one, I jump in my Silverado, click in my seatbelt and activate my ELS lights and sirens as I pull out of pillbox. A, uh, a civilian driver comes flying down the highway in what seemed to be a Vauxhall Nova. Now the speed that this car was doing and the weight of the Silverado is quite surprising that it didn't cause any damage to this vehicle as when he hit me he just carried on driving like nothing had happened but Velasco it was a completely different story his Silverado had flew at least 50 feet in the air doing several barrel rolls on the way down and landing turtled. Now luckily for Lasko he wasn't the only medic on and his very good colleague Ashley he- Eckhart was uh, was there to save the day. Now, now before she actually extracted Lasko from the vehicle there was a roar of laughter as she realized what had happened and Lasco was prone to the, having these kinds of accidents as um, his very first solo shift. Uh, almost the same scenario but this time in an ambulance as he pulls out of pillbox and is t boned by an AI car into the side of his ambulance. Now luckily an ambulance weighs about 3 tons and the car was only going about 20 miles per hour so no now back to the story at hand which was done after Eckhart had stopped laughing at the predicament that Lasko had got himself in she realized the severity and swiftly began to stabilize and extract now this accident had caused Lasko some damage he had um moderate breaks to his spine and also a broken arm from the impact. But luckily for Lasco, it was right outside the hospital. So with a little more help from Chief McCoy and the, uh, the rest of the EMTs who were on duty that day he was safely extracted from the vehicle and taken straight into the hospital which was no more than twenty feet away from the accident, he made a f- speedy recovery, with only two weeks off work, and he was straight back into it. Lasko had a pretty lucky escape.
1: The thud of the badge on the desk left Captain Terry Baldwin feeling fulfilled, yelled empty. The years he put into the police department were enough to tame anyone. Outside of the police station, he could hear the rattle of bass in the distance. This was it. His going away party. One last shindig before he laced up his boots and headed north to take on the wilderness. Terry took in a final breath of the stale office air, sighed, and slowly exited the facility. The bass outside the building nearly made the asphalt rattle. There, directly in front of Terry, sat a double-decker party bus full of his old squad mates. There I was, standing and staring at the gorgeous farewell gift. One more night with the officers to party and enjoy life. I entered the bus, and immediately was met by three beautiful women. All were dancing and drinking. And then for the next few hours, I partied, until I lost all track of time. And till this day, I still have no idea how I ended up, homeless, naked on top of Mount Chiliad, painting UFOs on the side of a metal building.
0: Who am I? We would like to give a warm welcome to the L.E.O. Director Gunslinger and the Staff Director Ali at Revival Roleplay. First of all, I would like to say welcome to the podcast and thank you both for joining us
2: thanks for having us appreciate you uh taking the time to discuss revival role play and role play in general
1: yeah thanks for having us yeah definitely thanks for being a part of it guys um i know it was a little bit short notice <laughs> but uh definitely thank you guys a, a ton
2: yeah i mean you know 20 minutes is not short notice in this business <laughs> that's yeah. true that is to true.
4: be fair i got like a 24 hour notice sure
2: <laughs> all
1: right um well uh can you guys tell the audience a little bit about yourself um within the roleplay world, uh, Revival, uh, Revival Roleplay, and what it's like being ELIO director and staff director on a 5M server.
4: Allie, would you like to go first?
2: Sure. Uh, I'm Allie. Um, I'm a part-time streamer on Twitch. Allie underscore is my channel. I've um, been playing law enforcement roleplay for probably the last 8 to 10 years. I used to have a YouTube channel uh, known as Avs girl on YouTube, and uh, a lot of people know me from there. I transitioned over to Ali and have been primarily rolling, uh, role-playing on uh, GTA RP, playing at a few different servers, TFRP uh, being one of them. I've owned a couple communities myself. And your next question was uh, being the staff director of a 5M community. Um, the staff director's role basically is to ensure that the staff within the community, um, you know, we have um, our directors, then we have obviously senior admins, admins, and then support. And the staff director is to oversee everyone below director to make sure that, and development, to make sure that they're falling within the guidelines that's set forth by the community um, for those roles. And then, obviously, the staff director is more of hiring, firing, disciplinary, that kind of stuff. Um, Being that we're a young community, we're only uh, a little over two weeks. Actually, we're at two weeks right now of being open. Um, Staff director job's been pretty easy so far, so I really don't have any complaints. Awesome.
4: Um, I'm Gunslinger. Um, Also part-time Twitch streamer. Uh, I've been doing this role-play thing for a little... uh, a little over three years, kind of going on four. Um, I role play as well as uh, Allie does in Revival RP, and I've been um, in one previous community, actually two. Won't count the first one because it was only up for a week because it was ran by not the greatest people. Um, but second one, I was there for three years, and um, now we're over at Revival. Um, I role play as the uh, as Sheriff Jack, as one of my characters. Um, I have a couple more that I used to role play that aren't quite there yet just due to the uh, population of our uh, sheriff's office. So I tend to be more on the law enforcement side right now. Um, as far as the law enforcement director role goes, right now it's fairly easy, um, especially with me being the, the sheriff as well. Technically, I only have to overlook um, just the state troopers, which is ran by um, Jason Callum, the uh, community owner of uh, Revival RP, but he was the previous LE director in a different community. So he kind of understands a little bit of what goes on in the law enforcement director world. And I really get no um, no complaints very much that I have to throw down, uh, little tweaks and stuff here and there. But other than that, it's, it's fairly simple. The job description is just oversight of the law enforcement personnel. Uh, within revival make sure everything is ran smoothly and as realistic as we can possibly get it
1: nice nice
0: so pretty much early days pretty simple but um i'm i'm guessing you're expecting it to get a little bit a little bit more hands on in the future
4: oh uh, yeah a little hands on is going to be a little bit more uh, especially with the growing population um of revival rp comes to the more population that people want to play, uh, within the role play aspect of law enforcement and get that realistic feeling. Um, so I, I see it in the future, kind of, kind of being a little bit more hands-on, but at the same time, uh, you know, my, my command staff with the, um, state police command staff is very big on communication. So it may come from that side, just a little bit of the, um, role play side versus the, um, out of role play side
2: i may add to that um it also has to do with uh, a lot of the resources for training and whatnot come from real life experience of the trainers so the law enforcement experience um in our community is a lot different than uh much of the other startup communities that are out there
1: yeah i mean having having real life um police officers is definitely a, a You know, a different aspect.
0: Yeah. So now now that we've learned a little bit about both of you in a director role, um what do you join what do you enjoy the most about being a director on a 5M server?
2: I think for me personally it's it's knowing that the direction that the community wants and the direction that everybody wants kind of leads towards the same goal. And being able to effectively, you know, put that in place and to effectively make those changes that are needed in order to make the the community function. Um, that's pretty much for me. That that's what it is: is knowing that I will have a positive out, uh, impact on the community as a director, uh, both in hiring the staff and also helping, you know, administer on on the server as well, making sure that the quality of our is there. People are following the the rules that are stated within the community itself, and being able to um, you know help with development and you know kind of writing specs for different features and bugs that are need to be worked out.
0: Yeah, I can see that being pretty fun, and it, and also interesting as well, since you get like all these sneak peeks into the, into the development side as well.
2: Well, fortunately, I, I've been kind of uh, the brainchild of creating some of the things that we created not giving myself full credit but like uh we'll discuss something that we need to get put in the server and they'll say okay well how do you want it to work and then i'll run to the other directors or um talk to the developers and say can we do it this way can we do it this way And, and and then i kind of sit there and test with them over and over again until we get it functioning the way we want it to function and so it it's very um it's very rewarding for me knowing that all the hard work that I've put into the server is being appreciated by, um, you know, not only just the staff, but the community as a whole. Right. And I mean, that's not to discount the hard work that everybody else is putting in. You're just asking about me in general. So I don't want to discount the hard work that other people are putting into this. And gunslinger, what about you? Um, as a LEO director, what are some of your,
1: um, that you've been with the most?
4: Um, enjoyment. Um, I get the enjoyment for not necessarily just the LE director, but, um, just being a director, um, we have an outstanding director team director board. Um, so the, the teamwork that all of us came here and started, you know, two months ago that, Hey, this is kind of what we want to do. This is how we're going to kind of want to do it. And then you know, getting in there, getting all of our ideas out there and um, letting the devs go go hard at work and watching the devs do um, their amazing work and stuff like that. And then, you know, uh, we started with um, a local server for one of our devs and went in there and was just messing around and kind of getting stuff tweaked out. And then we went to a, to a bigger dev server on a box. And then we started doing that tweaking stuff, um, you know, Allie here would come to me and they said, "You know, hey, how do you want this to run and then I would tell her, and then watching all that come to life was was just um impressive and I've never been you know um in one of these roles uh, prior you know I've been a senior admin at a different place, but n- not to this point where you can overlook and and see all of the um action actually taking place, kind of like behind the scenes of a movie or something like that you get to watch all of it from the tweaks to the to the cons to the pros to it getting fully tweaked out and pushed to the live server and stuff like that so uh that's that's where i get most of my enjoyment it's just watching behind the scenes how it's all done watching it get tweaked and um uh, ready for production as you would say
1: yeah <clears throat> yeah that's 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 pretty awesome
0: yeah so um now that we've heard the good things that you enjoy about being a director let's flip it on its head a little bit and um Let's talk about some of the hardships that you that, that come along with being a director, even in the early days of a community.
2: Oh boy, that's a loaded question. Um, I would say the times suck. Um, you'll get on uh, and start working with the developers, and before you know it, it's thirteen hours later, and you're looking at the clock, and it's it's four o'clock in the morning, and you have to get up at six, and you're like, uh. <laughs> I just screwed up. I need to use sick time tomorrow. Sorry, boss, if you're listening, <laughs> I need to use sick time. Um, but no, that's that's the hardest part. That and I guess the other thing is is, is and, and I've been transparent about this all along is seeing all the hard work that is being put into the server, only to have people come along and basically say, "Well, you know, your server's not good because it doesn't have X, Y, or Z." Well, the answer is to that question is we don't have x y or z yet everything is in development everything is being pushed as it comes along all the bug fixes so i mean it's a lot of work so i'd say the negative aspect of it is is seeing whereas the positive aspect was seeing people enjoy it the negative a- aspect of it is the people that are naysayers and saying oh you'll never pull this off you'll never do this you guys aren't capable of doing this and we had those naysayers and we've pretty much shut most of those people up at this point uh not to challenge anyone of course um but at the same time you know we we have our own goals as a community and we're pushing through those goals and with that comes some some uh you know some of the not great things about being a director um comes along with us yeah
0: what about you going being in the uh, the leo position
4: uh, being the the hardships of being a law enforcement director is, you know, you want to have fun, you really do, um, but you have to be you as a law enforcement director. You have to set that standard for all of law enforcement. Hey, this is how you're supposed to role play. Um, back in um, my previous server that we used to play on, I played a trooper called Martin Riggs. You seen the if you've seen the movie slash TV series uh, *Lethal Weapon*, I played him just like that. He was crazy. He was nuts. It wasn't really all that professional, um, <laughs> and then when we when we became when when we came here and they said, "Hey, we want you to be the law enforcement director." I was like, "All right, well, I can't play rigs anymore." Um, you know, I have to be that shining star of law enforcement, quote unquote. Um, and you also have to be kind of a hard ass, um, you know, to where you don't want to um, you want to give somebody this this chance, but. At the same time, you have to look at all the aspects of it and be, is he going to, he or she, um, are they going to be um, a trouble child later on down the road? And you kind of have to find that early on um, so it doesn't make law enforcement look bad. Because it takes one bad person to make the entire law enforcement aspect look terrible. So that's kind of the hardship of that is um, just kind of keeping an eye out. But so far, we've done a really, really good job from keeping the um, the bad ones out. But with that comes what Ali said is the the time suck, you know, scanning through applications and scanning through applications, um, especially with the sheriff's office, we get so many. Um, I was looking the other day. And it's we've made it so realistic, it's just so hard to get into. Um, I've only accepted like 12 applications. 12 or 18 and I'm denied 40. You know, we're just trying to keep that realistic wow. aspect um, of it. It's, 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 it's not, I'm not gonna say it's hard to get in. It's just people that don't read, right? Because we have the word counts and stuff like that in our applications. Yeah. Um, if you exactly. don't meet that word count, uh, I'm denying your application right away because that shows you're not, uh, you don't have that situation awareness that we want right off the bat. Yep. So that's one of the hardships.
2: I think a lot of them get weeded out in the in the interview process as well. Um, you know, the interview process is something that's... There, there's no right answer. It's more of, we want to see where your head is when it comes to those law enforcement um, interviews. Um, I play Ali Savage, who's also a captain for the San Andreas State Troopers, uh, State Police, and I sit in on those... Uh, they need to go play GTA online. This is not... This is not the kind of uh, police presence we want in the server, and I think anyone here uh, that's been in roleplay for a while can understand that uh, police and EMS are kind of your core uh, staples within uh, a roleplay community, especially in 5M, where if you don't have police presence, you tend to not you tend to not have civilian presence because they don't have a lot of them. A play a character that want the risk of being caught, and without law enforcement, you know, in in place, they can't use that character. You know, they can't do their role play.
1: Yeah, if that opposite, you know, that, you know, if you cannot, if you can't set up the 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 yin and the yang, it's kind of it's it's hard to you know, make it make it work.
4: Right right um and like she said you know if they get through the application process um the interviews where we weed them a lot out and that's just because you know um we do everything live right we do interviews live um in the live server around a conference table um where, i mean you have somewhere upwards to 6 um 6 command members um that are sitting there that most of them have the experience from real life. Yeah. So you're talking to, you know, five to six real cops that are looking at you and you're just like, mm, I don't, I, we don't know if we're going to accept this guy or if we're not going to accept, if we're going to take this chance on him. And then of those that get through the interview, we have our, um, our academy. It's, you know, two days long now, but, um, if you can't, if you can't get through the academy process because it's going through like a, a, Real life academy, then we'll we, we, we will boot you there too. And okay. then if you get to the academy, you go to the FTO phase, which we can still boot you from. And then you go through a probationary uh, W phase, which is 30 days long, which we can also boot you from. Nice. From a you role play to...
2: perspective, though, we, we play other characters. We don't just play law enforcement. Right. Um, I have another character called Bailey Barnes. Her name is Bailey Jean Barnes. Um, I know that uh, Cameron knows her. I know that a lot of people know her from Twitch, uh, both you know in my previous communities as well as uh, TFRP know her. Um, she's a drunk, she's a Southern, and she doesn't say no. So like that RP style for that character is yes. If someone went up to her and said, "Hey, let's go rob a bank," she'd go, "Okay." You know, like <laughs> nice. everything is yes. That's the kind of RP that I want with her. She has no filter, and she says the stupidest things. Like I, I've made gun like actually mute his mic because he was laughing so hard and had <laughs> tears in his eyes when he tried to arrest her one day for being drunk in public. That's the kind of character, the character and the character storyline and the buildup that, that we kind of seek. I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal, but the way that I've I've learned to do that is just by saying yes to role play. Um, and, and because this podcast is about role play, that's yeah. kind of one of the the things, and I don't know if you're going to ask this question because I don't know what your questions are, Um, but one of the things that I would give to someone that's newly role-playing is learn how to say yes. Don't say no to role-play. Even if you lose, losing RP is some of the best RP that I've ever had. With Bailey, going to jail is her RP. Like getting arrested for drinking in public or DUI or whatever it might be, she's there to provide role-play to the law enforcement, to the EMS. To the people around her, she's a support character, and that's just kind of what roleplay needs. Roleplay needs those kind of characters to help support other people's storylines.
1: And you know that is you know that is the reason that we jump on these servers to be able to get those roleplay experiences. And you know that kind of leads into the next question. You know what are some of the your guys' favorite roleplay experiences?
4: Um I can say for myself, um some of my favorite role play um scenarios um as as a cop playing um you know, you don't we I've I role played at another place for, you know, three years and had you know, shootout, 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 armed robbery, armed robbery, armed robbery. That's not the that's not the fun thing of law enforcement. It's not. The um characters that you run into the uh bailey's quote-unquote the uh, drunken public the domestic violences those are the fun ones Uh um, exactly. <laughs> you know we have a good group right now um that's playing a revival that it's it seems every day we're run, we're going to a domestic and um it's just so much fun getting that real aspect of an everyday cop you know um i understand there are police agencies out there that all they do is go call to call to call for shots fired or stuff like that. But that's not something that we're necessarily looking for. Um, we want that, you know, small town kind of big town feel um, where, yeah, we are going to domestics or, um, you know, you do find that drunk in public or DUI. You know, some of the funnest I've had is the DUIs where I will actually roll out the um, full-on um, SFSTs, or the standardized uh, field sobriety test. And if the civilian will go along with it, they'll they'll actually get the full aspect of going through DUI uh, traffic stop and stuff like that. Those are, you know, just, they're not very far in, in between anymore as they used to be. And every day I get on and I just look forward to uh, digital policing, as I like to call it
1: nice
2: I would have to say that um the last two weeks uh some of my favorite role play uh experiences have happened, and I can honestly say that that's very you know rewarding to to have that type of role play in the server and 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 not be constantly shot out of your car because you're trying to do a traffic stop um you know, uh, Gun mentioned the uh, the cul-de-sac with with all the domestic abuse calls and whatever else. It, it it's amazing. It's amazing the role play that those characters provide. Um, it's something really simple, and you you would never think about it, but it's something that law enforcement runs into on a daily basis every day, multiple times a shift, and um, having to experience that and role play and and adjust to that after going on uh, an armed robbery or something is a nice break. Mm-hmm. Like dealing with those uh, homeless people that are falling out in the street because they're drunk or dealing with uh, you know gang members that are not your typical shoot them up, kill everybody gang members but are really kind of troubled and, and deep characters um, that have a story behind their character other than just being there to earn money and shoot people. Um so running into those people, like we have uh, a gang member on the server who's also one of our staff members recently um, that plays one of the best gang gangbangers I've ever run into in any RP server that I've been on. Um, he's kind of an OG. He's like the old, old gangster that's been around the block a few times, and his whole thing is, yeah, he's going to be shady and he's going to commit crime, but... He's not going to disrespect law enforcement he, he doesn't want anything to do with law enforcement when they come in the area he's respectful he tells them what they what they want to hear and then they move on and that's kind of the, the realism that we're looking for is is that just because a cop rolls into your neighborhood doesn't mean you have to shoot him talk them down talk them out of the situation you know give the role play that has to do has to support the storyline behind what you're pushing and and everybody will be happier for it
1: I, mean, I couldn't have said anything better myself. Um, I mean, that's perfectly what, whenever I go into a roleplay situation, that's what I look forward to. Um, and, you know, there's sometimes where, even on the police side, you may run into, in the, on other servers, where the police will be on a power trip, or something, you know, and they may treat you, in, you know, badly, whenever you're trying to roleplay out a situation, and they don't look, kind of let you do it sometimes. Um, but that gets into power gaming, and all that good stuff, but, um, you know, if as far as with Revival, um, do you guys have any big plans with the police department or even with Revival at all coming up?
4: As far as um, big plans for the police department, we've we've always got plans. Um, you know, we always have our specialty units that when we get more, uh, more employees in the sheriff's office and um, all of that, we're going to start doing some of those um, as far as you know, canine. Um, that's more of a dev thing at the moment. Um, get that working. Um, our Lima squad, which is land, interior, marine. They're going to be our um, conservation, game warden type type guys. Um, air support, um, joint task force with state for SWAT, and then we have um, magic, which I'll let Ali explain because it was her idea. It was just kind of her pitch to me, and I went with it, so I'll let her explain that one, uh, but that's going to be a uh, joint between the Sheriff's Office and State as well. And then most of our command members are, um, in both departments, are the Internal Affairs Division. Um, and we kind of handle those, you know, um, very rare, on, on occasion, civilian reports, and look into those.
2: Yeah, so uh, MAGIC is something that... Um that we came up with based upon a real life uh, uh, department that had this uh, team on it. And essentially what they were is, MAGIC stands for Multi-Agency Gang Enforcement Consortium. State uh, law enforcement, like uh, this is all in California, so CHP, and then the municipal uh, or the county sheriffs, then the local PD, the Department of uh, Probation, and uh, also uh, bail bondsmen, so they would all get together and they would do these things in California called Operation Gold Star. And basically, they would pick um, an area and then they would all move into that area and, you know, do warrant searches. But in our case, in role play, what magic is going to be is it's going to be the gang enforcement officers. It's going to be the drug interdiction officers. It's going to be the investigators. So in roleplay right now we have I think two building serial killers. Um really? and they're so well role played out on both the LEO side and on the on the person that's that's playing the role play um, the serial killer. And it's not just, you know, someone going around stabbing people and oh I'm a serial killer. It's like there's this whole like backstory and Forward story and evidence is left everywhere, and and it's to me, it, it's pretty awesome. I enjoy it that's, a lot. That's, that's pretty amazing.
4: <laughs> yeah, um, touch on that. both uh, building serial killers. Uh, I'm running my investigation on one of them, and then uh, one of my under sheriffs, under sheriff Everett, who runs the um, Los Angeles uh, Metropolitan Police Division, he uh, he's got one. Um, mainly have to do with the Mount Chiliad kind of aspect of a serial killer up there where I'm more dealing with um, a serial killer that is harvesting organs from the black market um, and just just um, watching both of those kind of roll out and the evidence and the role play behind it and everything is just super exciting um, you know I'm, I'm more worried about hey I don't have a lead yet but I want to get one and working on all this evidence and Writing down everything, which writing down everything comes with a lot of paperwork and um, documents that you want to keep, so you uh, can go back to it and kind of investigate that a little bit more. Um, I can't speak with under Sheriff Everett's case because I don't know a whole lot about it because I've been working my own. But
2: I do, um, but it's meta,
4: right? <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: All right. Um, so, in addition to those two serial killer cases that are building, we have uh, a murder on the server that we're trying to solve, and myself and Combat VG, who's another Twitch streamer and uh, a captain in, in the San Andreas State Police, is working together um, to solve this murder. And uh, this happened a few nights ago, and we've already interviewed I think five witnesses, and we have like one more to go, who we believe is our our primary suspect at this point based mm-hmm. upon all of the witness uh questioning that we've had um but obviously i can't give out too much of that information in case that person's listening and they know that we're on to them yeah. but um <laughs> it's a lot of work yeah. it's a lot of work you know you have to do all the paperwork you have to get together the search warrants you have to get together um, you know, all your documentation so that when it goes to court, when we finally arrest this person, we have all of our documentation, all of our body cam footage, everything is there to basically hang this person out to dry, whoever this murderer is. Um, and and I could tell you about the case a little bit. Uh, basically, it was a gang that was found in an area that was not consistent with their, their gang, and it was an execution-style killing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't give any more detail than that, but the fact of the matter is, is that we've taken it from rolling up onto the scene of, of this murder to figuring out who this person was in contact with, um, what their kind of behaviors were, all the way through till the point where we've interviewed so many witnesses and gotten so much intel that we're able to uh, start to, to you know, have a, a manhunt or a woman hunt, if you will.
1: Yeah, that's a, that is amazing.
2: Pretty right, dope. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I would say I that, <laughs> that, that, that is that is something that plagues other places because they get so busy that those murders go unsolved. I'll give you an example. Wait. I played on TFRP. My character was brutally tortured and murdered, and no one to this day knows other than me and the person that were, or other people that were involved in it. Who those killers were because no one said anything. So there's unsolved murders in other servers, and we want to be able to take those things and actually give them the RP that they deserve to solve those those cases. And that's something that I personally have given myself that goal of I'm gonna push this through until the point where either it goes completely cold or we're able to catch someone. And 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 again. We don't have the evidence, right? So the evidence right. is gotten through the person that was murdered giving us clues. Uh, it's also gotten through um, the autopsy report, which we get with that person after they've been murdered and say, okay, what will we'll be fine in the autopsy report. Um, through what EMS found when they arrived, through what the cops found when they arrived, through, um, and, and it has to be, honestly, it has to have a strong... RP support in order for things like these to happen. Yeah. Because everyone's, not everyone, but a lot of people have the win mentality where they have to win the situation and by winning the situation, they're never going to give up any information about that situation. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you like run into all these dead ends because people don't want to lose. They don't want to give up information that's going to give away their friend because, you know, that, that's, that's not a winning situation for them. Luckily for us, the role play that we've had has been supportive of these storylines and it's not just oh yeah just another murder no big deal yeah Um, we're actually taking it to the next level and trying to solve it yeah Yeah, and it would it would be
1: amazing to you know shape it in a way that it's um you know it's hidden it's there in front of your face but it's also also hidden as well that would be kind of cool
4: yeah and just to touch on that um or uh thing about the win lose thing um since we've opened since we've had this role play i have not found one person that has that hey i need to win this uh mindset and that's just a a great thing um you know a lot of people we used to run into in previous communities and stuff like that where you know oh we got pulled over um they're interfering with our role play um, they had that kind of mentality, whereas it's not, it's adding to your role play because right. you broke the <laughs> bar or something like that, you know. Um but everybody has just been awesome. Uh awesome role players with no win lose mentality, you know, uh cops, EMS. Everybody's getting this fantastic role play. Um and I, I can say that I'm working hand in hand with the uh uh the medical director the chief in role play of medical, um, who's been helping me out with a lot, especially with all these um autopsy reports and stuff like that. The tox the toxic reports and stuff like that, which gives me that more intel or, you know, we get the fingerprints back and try to try to do that. We couldn't do that without the um actual players saying, Hey, this is what you would find. This is something like this, you know. And um honestly like I said, Uh, prior to this, it's just awesome. It makes me want to get back into it. It makes me want to get on um, all the time and play.
0: It's, well, definitely good to to hear that people are going along with this stuff. And I I think that builds a community even stronger when people do actually roleplay to such an extent that it almost seems real. Which uh, brings me on to my next question, um which would be, can you give us well, can you give us and also the listeners um one quick tip for role playing with police and also role playing within revival with it being like a realism um playing community
4: uh, for for role playing with police um treat it as you were getting pulled over in real- that's that's how realistic we are, you know. Um, we're going to treat you with the same respect that you would be treated um, if you got pulled over by, uh, if you just went out of your house one day and maybe were speeding a little bit got pulled over by a real cop, that's 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 how we're doing everything here. Um, that's how our police are trained. That's how we would like the same aspect back. Um, you know, I understand there's those characters that are going to be a little bit more passive, resistant, or um, aggressive to law enforcement with their backstory. Um... And all of our law enforcement officers are uh, trained to handle that accordingly. As far as um, role playing within our community, um, the first thing I say to people that come into my stream say, "Hey, I want to play with y'all. Hey, I want to play with y'all. How do I do it?" Um, well, first, you need to do all this, go to the tutorials, and download all of our stuff that we need to that you need to get into the server. But while you're doing that, in the meantime, while everything's downloading, look at our server rules, um, because the first thing that's going to get you booted from our servers not paying attention to our server rules um and if you follow with those guidelines of the server rules which I'll let Ali uh, touch on here in a minute um you'll have a happy happy stay with us in role playing
2: I would add that the one thing that you have to consider when you're role playing with law enforcement is that we can't see you um you know turning your your face away from us or you know giving deceptive cues of if you're lying or not. So giving us, you know, me looks like uh, they won't make eye contact, me is shifting in her chair, me, you know, those kind of things are descriptive things that we would see if we were sitting in front of you in real life, but we don't have that opportunity to do those investigative skills and, and be able to determine if someone's being deceptive or someone is stammering around something if you don't play that out within your character or you don't give that extra, you know, clue. And these are not clues that you would give that would give you away necessarily because if you're sitting in front of me and you started lying to me and you weren't looking at me in the eye and you weren't, you know, you gave up other clues that, that show deception, I would be able to see that. So you have to understand that there's things that law enforcement in a role play server can't see because there's no way to actually give those those indicators. Um, so if you're going to role play with law enforcement and you're going to be serious about your role play, you know, give us a, give us a throw us a bone. Let us know that you're not being truthful. Let us know that you're being deceptive if that's your role play. Um, but if you're there to win and there's nothing we can do about it, you're, you're just going to do your own thing.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, you know, real life, you know, psychology and stuff like that, if you get into it. Um just like she said, if you're not making eye contact with us, or you are making eye contact but you're lying, you know your eyes are gonna do they're involved in um their involuntary movement and stuff like that. They're gonna be jerking a little bit, and looking differently, different, um, which is what gives real law enforcement that hey, this dude's not necessarily telling us the truth. Or um, you know, if you're real nervous or you're real fidgety in the car, you know, it's something that real law enforcement, when we're walking up to your window, can um, can pick out. But like she said, in the, uh, the role playing environment, we're not gonna be able to pick up on that because you're. Um, it's just game mechanics at that point that aren't going to allow you to do it. So the clues um, further your roleplay
0: if you want to go that route. Don't don't just roleplay with the voice. There's also other means of role playing, such as the slash me's and um, slash me slash do's. I know that we don't have slash do currently, do we?
2: And it kind of became uh, synonymous with me in most servers, so we went ahead and Right. The one thing we do have, though, is is like, say, we pull over a car and uh, they're arrested. We will use OOC and we'll say, hey, we're, we're searching the car. Are we going to find anything? And most of the time, people are willing to play. They're like, oh, yeah, there's an empty bottle of tequila on the floor and, you know, a bunch of uh, candy wrappers in the, in the center console. And then you say, OK, well, is there anything in the candy wrappers? And they'll say, no, there's no drugs, nothing like that. So there's other things that can do. And, and the one thing I gotta ask anyone that's listening here is please don't fake your injuries. Please, you know, if you get hit over the head with a baseball bat, then tell them you got hit over the head with a baseball bat. Don't say you got shot. Don't say you got stabbed. Don't say that you got, <laughs> you know, bit by a snake. <laughs> because there's no way in role play for us to tell at this point. And there will be, I'm, I'm warning you, there will be. um, <laughs> But right now there's no play. There's no way in role play. It's kind of an honor system. If you're not being honorable about your roleplay, then you're failing to roleplay. That's fail RP. So just keep that in mind when you're role playing with law enforcement and EMS. If you got shot, tell them you got shot. Tell them where you got shot. Give them, you know, give them the time of the day. I mean, Cameron can attest to this. He plays EMS on our server. You need, you need those additional clues in order to figure out what's going on.
0: Yeah. Um, Ali is right. I do play EMS on this server. Um, and yeah, don't don't go around faking faking injuries or even even if you do get shot. I mean the, the game mechanics there, we can see the we can see the bullet holes in your character. <laughs> don't say, "Oh I tripped over." <laughs> there's, there's visible bullet holes in your character, but just just be truthful.
2: There's exceptions to that, right? So the exceptions would be, um, and and as long as it's not detrimental to anyone else's uh, character, like if you're setting up a storyline that you you stepped out of your house and twisted your ankle, obviously there's no mechanic for you to twist your ankle. So you step out of the house and then you go and sit down on the ground and you're like, you call 911, hey, I just twisted my ankle, I can't move. Because you want to give role play, that's acceptable. Obviously, we have no mechanic that says you twisted your ankle in GTA. But if you want a role play that you, everyday occurrence, you stepped off your porch and your ankle twisted and you broke your ankle, then that's acceptable role play. But, you know, to do that, to abuse it or to uh, say that so-and-so shot me when that person didn't shoot anyone and you're just doing it to get them in trouble and you don't have a gunshot wound. That's the kind of role play we don't want.
0: It it's came to that time of the interview where um you both get to shamelessly plug yourselves. Where can we find you? Where can we find the community? And where can the listeners find you, us, um, the community and you both, both yourselves on Twitch and anywhere else you may be.
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Ali underscore on Twitch as well as uh Ally underscore on twitch TV. So HTTPS, twitch TV slash Ali A L L I E underscore.
4: Yeah, and uh I'm also on uh on Twitter it's gun underscore Slinger. Uh that's small my Twitch channel um as far as the server goes. Um, I know I have the commands. I'm, sh- I'm sure everybody that streams our server has, has the commands. Um, uh, if you do stop in there, um, feel free to ask. We'll give you the command that way you can find our, our community and stuff like that. also started, uh, recently thinking about doing a YouTube channel. Um, I do have one set up, but it's not very active. Um, just kind of doing some stuff like that. As far as my, uh, as far as my Twitch goes though, I've been, uh, kind of branched out a little bit as kind of been doing some off. Off brand right? streaming, of, not just 5M. If I go on long road trips or something, I'll, I'll stream that for my, my truck and stuff like that. And kind of just sit back and relax and kind of give you all the inside of my life um, and not just my character.
2: You get to see how bad he drives. <laughs> I'm, not bad.
0: I'm not a bad driver. <laughs> a little speed demon. Yeah, for sure. And it's because California
4: drivers are sucking. <laughs>
1: All right, guys. Well, uh, you know, very, very good tips on your guys' part. Um, again, we'd like to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, you know, for all the listeners out there, don't forget to come and see Gunslinger and Allie at Revival Roleplay. Uh, we will link the information in the show notes below. And uh, once again, guys, uh, thank you for, for being here.
2: Thank you yeah, for thanks us. for having us. Really enjoyed it. Always notice what I want
3: them to notice Like a couple bad chicks off of the poster Sitting in the back of my all black Chrysler Sipping on some tea cause I don't drink soda Coming out of nowhere but I've been here Flow so hard and I got my nose pierced Hair almost gone and I got a red beard Bouncing my step and across my ear The love for my fam, how I treat them so dear Fall so hard that i shed a tear Get my heart broken, not even care How I Mac every day of the year Dreaming. Notice all the shit that I meant to mention Glowing up making bands is my intention So I really hope y'all start paying attention Fuckin' this has been my mission But all that has been noticed Two heads on my shoulders One for the manners, one for the money One's serious while the other's funny One's cloudy while the other's sunny My heart is poor, while my mind is soaring, yeah like greet my love while I kick the door And like fuck brand names while I'm rocking more And like dishing out advice while you keep ignoring Like when you're dead but no one's mourning People never see what I don't want them to see Like how I stay up at night with anxiety Or how I am when a girl
0: cheats We would like to thank Gunslinger and Ali Once again for joining us Remember, if you would like to share your stories You can post them within the stories section on our Discord Until next time, stay in character